I'll come back. 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 Open up a thing so that way I'm actually following it. Yeah, I'm I'm doing the same thing. Now let's let me go into that to that Twitch. It is in fact uh, live now. Making sure we can hear. Milk, remember you're gonna have to push to talk a lot. Can Gross. I'm not seeing online. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, never mind. I am not seeing online either. It said online. Now it's online. Uh, it is. I, I am. Uh, oh no, it's up. I've got it. Okay. I, I just had I had to click on the user for some reason. It's weird. Yeah, that's, yeah that was same. weird. Same. That is exactly. There was a network error. Please try again. What? Go away. Oh, there we go. Nope, we're good. Did we send out our ping saying that we're live? Touch, uh, milk. Touch the cow. Do it now. Milk, can you say a few words? I'm not sure I'm hearing you. I wasn't pressing the button, so you couldn't hear me anyway. <laughs> Okay, ha 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 ha. All right. All right. All right. Well, hello and welcome to the barcast where the bar gets lower every single week. Your bartenders for this evening are non pencil. Hey, this is my show, but thank you, Freeze. Pencil, hey! why don't you take this? <laughs> <laughs> hello and welcome to the barcast where the bar gets lower every single week. Uh, today we're doing. Cracking up on crack fix, which I don't know. I think we have to use that because we can't swear in the brochure, right? Yeah. Um, so we're doing shit face, shit fix. Uh, hopefully some of you guys are returning um, viewers. But if you're not, uh, what we do is we get together and we read really bad fan fiction in all of the voices. We make fun of it. We have a great time. And in the past, we've all we've done just pony fanfiction, but we have a variety for you today, and uh, we're gonna read it. I'm gonna warn you guys right now: this is a rated M podcast. There will be smut, there will be swearing, there will be racy language. This will be fucking weird. Trust me. If you cannot handle some f bombs, if you can't handle the sexy times, now is the time to leave. We love you, but now is the time to leave. That's right, you total of zero viewers out there. Be warned. I'm seeing we have 37. Right now we have 37. It says, it says zero for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, like it is, it is literally I am refreshing. 30, it is literally 37. Um, oh, this is how this is how we're going to start this shit then. This is how we're going to start this. Are, okay. are we going to do introductions? I, I literally was saying, I'm literally in the process of saying, uh, because you guys haven't met us before, rather than just making animal noises like we usually do, let's actually introduce ourselves. Um, I'm a non-pencil, I write My Little Pony fanfiction very badly, I cosplay, and I've been a part of both the pony and furry community for, at this point, probably over 20 years. So, uh, next on our list is an enigmatic otaku. Tell the people a little bit about yourself. Thank you for telling us you're a bunch of furries, small child. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Um, Enigma, would you like to tell us about yourself, or do you just want to let your child's creature scream at us again? My, my life is run by this child. I think it's pretty much summed right there. There you go. Well, he writes fan fiction, too, since he's not willing to say it. And Flammenwerfer, what up? 
Uh, not much. Just hanging out, ready to fucking uh get asthma. Who are you? <laughs> I'm a dude who uh, puts words on pages, and some people like it for some weird fucking reason, and they keep asking me to write more, so I do. And uh, yeah, that's that. That's what I do. This is my life. Help me. Wake me. Wake me up inside. Uh, Priest Yukai, <laughs> why don't you introduce yourself? Wyanon, thank you for the wonderful introduction. My name is Flutter Priest. I write my little pony fan fiction out on the internet, and some of it is quite successful. I'm actually the 31st most followed writer in our fandom, and um, I really don't take myself as seriously. <laughs> I'm trying to stop it. No, dude, I, I, I play music, and we, we have fun. I write a lot of shit fiction, and we, we have a lot of fun. It's mostly memes. Let's have yeah. fun. All right. Uh, that, that's how you do an introduction, motherfuckers. Um, we have Milk. Uh, no, Milk, we're not. That was the whole thing about not doing that. <laughs> oh, do do we actually expect me to do anything right? Like, I mean, come on. Say, say, say your name and say what you do. At least that you formed this shit. I I did a thing and these guys won't go away and now we're kind of here in this thing doing a thing. So hi. Okay, that that works. Thank you. And last but certainly not least, we have Ravage. <sighs> I gotta do a thing too. Um, yeah, um, I'm Ravage. Ravage and my friends. I draw. I play music sometimes write fan fiction, and earnestly stick my foot in my mouth because I'm just that unaware. Perfect. All right. Well, um, before we start, officially, I think we, we need to explain something. Uh, we're going to be reading something called Crackfix. If you guys don't know what Crackfix or Shitfix are, um, these are basically fixed that are so ridiculous or so absurd, either because of their pairing, the concept, the weirdness, the grossness, the shock value, that it, it borders on gross and disturbing, but still manages to stay sick. Um, I think, I, I can actually say this confidently, everyone in this chat right now has written or has helped in writing a crack fic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we have experience doing this, and I've, I've talked in the past about how that can actually make you a better writer, practicing doing that, because it's all about evoking a certain reaction, and practicing evoking a reaction can translate into your other work. Would you guys agree or have other comments on that? Oh, totally. Like, the ability to know your audience and to not only find ways to completely subvert their expectations, to find this magic medium between revulsion an absurdity and pure nonsense while still keeping them um, invested in what you're writing. It's, it's that, it really is a skill. It, it's, it's the difference between making a movie like Manos Hands of Fate that is bad to the point that it's unwatchable and The Room, which is so bad you can't stop watching. It's about finding that train wreck medium. And we're here to wreck some trains. Um, I, I like I, trains. Go ahead. Just that was all. That's all you guys wanted. Okay. Uh, taking crack also helps. No, don't take crack. Chip, <laughs> please, please, Mister White, just a crummy of cokey. 
it's not just a, these are not just bad stories. <laughs> Most of these are intentionally bad stories. And trying to write an intentionally bad story that's still funny is its own talent, which we'll find out about. So we're going to read these to you. We're going to read a bunch, including some that are furry related. We have some Balto. We have some Robin Hood. Um, we have some, we have some other weird stuff. And we have some My Little Pony fan fiction to read to you today. Um, and it's, it's going to get weird and it's going to get gross, but we're starting fairly tame. However, if you don't like sex, fucking run. So, wait, uh, is uh, we're gonna talk about intercourse? No, actually, we're not. Oh, uh, of course, it's it's gonna be other stuff. Uh, also, we see you in the chat. Keep in mind, we we are a donate to a Redwood Poor Sanctuary. You want to donate to our Patreon or donate to that? That's fine. We'll take a break between each of the stories very shortly, just to scream about how much we hate it. And uh, when we're all done, hopefully, we will have inspired you to try to create your own. Uh, crackfic and if you do please send it to us we'd love to read it um disney's robin hood this is a furry con oh that's right hey guys where are we Ooh. oh welcome to Ramcon. con <laughs> who's in the chat please Ooh. oh no please no who's in chat no no oh, i want to see all of you Ooh in the chat but <laughs> this is a furry con uh, this is also a lose so like that's different too um so is that okay? Thank you, Ramcon, for having us back for a second time. We love you guys. Holy shit! No, Alex, no dots in the chat. Thank you. <laughs> Our chat is full of uwu. What have you done, please? I love this. This is the best crowd. We should. <laughs> what? What? What's next on our agenda? Oh, oh, the next thing on the agenda, which we don't have a drinking word listed, but we're gonna make this a drinking t- game. Anytime we the cast can't hold our shit together while reading. Take a nice, healthy drink. Uh, don't don't take shots; you'll die. Um, but yeah, we gonna put the Ram in Ramcon. Are you are you people ready to go? I'm ready. All right. Uh, well, then let me introduce the first story. The first story is called "May I Hypnotize You" by Millich ninety six, and it is based on Disney's Robin Hood from nineteen seventy three. If you're a furry, I assume you know this movie. If you don't, what are you doing here? My goodness! Fox Robin Hood was a sexual awakening for many people. My lord! I am a straight man, and I would that fox. I know, right? Uh, so reading the parts for this, we're gonna have me narrating, and we're going to have Priest as Hiss, yes. and Rav as Prince John. If oh, you haven't, God. yeah, if you haven't realized, this is there are no foxes in this. So you scalies out there are happy to. Cater to you too. Bad things are going to happen, kids. Just take a deep breath and let's enjoy a crack fic pairing that you guys have probably never seen before. <clears throat> May I Hypnotize You by Millich96. He had successfully hypnotized John only three times until then. The first one was when they were both 13 years old. His was still studying to become his advisor, and his mother had just begun teaching him the art of hypnosis. As any normal teenager, the first thing he did, as soon as he had learned the basis, was running to his best friend and showing it to him. He had been able to take control of the prince's mind for five minutes at best, and those he had asked for a chaste kiss on the cheek. John had slapped him for that. The second time happened at King Henry II's funeral. John never seemed to be close to his father, but he must have felt some kind of love to cry that much. His had, hip, bleh, his had hypnotized him under the Queen Eleanor's request to stop that hysterical crying. 
The third and last time happened more or less a week prior. In that occasion, Hiss made him confess his true feelings toward Robin Hood and himself. He wasn't too thrilled by his discovery, but at least he now knew the truth. John wanted to lay in bed with a sleazy thief dressed in green and make all his dreams come true. What was he asking if not for a little of gratitude? He almost made him speak those special words last week. Go ahead, John. Prince John. Shit. I lost my place. Where am I? Please follow along when we read, kids. Oh my Christ. I wish I could read. I got it, I got it, I got it. I love you. Very, thank you. But as a fool, he had thrown his chance away in the latrine and cut the hypnosis short before managing to reset his memory. Now, every sane person, knowing what could happen if they tried the same action again, would have reconsidered the story and tried to come up with some other solution. Unfortunately, this was insane, and the idea of retry to hypnotize John seemed amazing. Uh, Perfect. No, 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 no. Mind control isn't too difficult, but it works best on weak or destabilized minds. That evening, the prince was, had drunk too much. The sheriff had arrested someone from Robin's gang or something like that. Never mind that. That was the right time to enact his plan. He just had to wait for John to go back to their rooms, hypnotize him, and make him say a few times how much he loved him. Even if his victim was to wake up too early, he would have to... He would have just blamed the too much alcohol. Perfect. Everything is ready. Hiss, thought to himself. Don't forget to hiss on your asses. Nothing can go wrong. Oh, that's your line. I'm so sorry. Ha-ha! <laughs> yes. we're, we're even now. Okay. <laughs> Nothing can go wrong. I just want to point out that you turned to Phil Kelton 7 there. Ha-ha! I did. Everything. <laughs> everything was going wrong. Okay, maybe not everything. Let's say only the second half of his plan. His mother had told him numerous times that using his power over people he was attracted to was not a good idea. Why? Well, how could he stay calm when he was alone, uh, in a room alone with the man he had loved for 20 years, who kept telling how much he loved him? Fine, fine. It was a forced love confession, but it was still incredibly powerful. Ah, oh, he was such a fool. How was he now able to stop himself after hearing such wonderful words? He wanted to move closer to his prince, to touch his hair, his cheek, to kiss his mouth. He couldn't do it, though. It would have been so indecent, totally against good customs. The gentleman, not an animal who followed his instincts. He would have controlled himself, canceled John's memory, broke the hypnosis, and... I love you, my dear Hiss. Why are you making it so, like, sensual-sounding? I hate you so much, Rap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this what we're doing, Rap? Yeah, this is what we're doing! Okay. Oh. It's time for oh You wanted my undivided attention. You have it. I, yep. I'm, and instead, my... you gave him your undivided erection. It started yeah. as Kiki, and now it's Kai Kai. Oh, no. Why are you, why did this, oh, no. Why did I teach you drag race terms? Uh... Please, please continue. <sighs> Fuck good customs. With a single quick step, he got in front of the king and caught his lips in a long kiss, the one he had yearned since he was eleven. John's lips were a little dry and his mustache were tickling him, but Hiss didn't care. He was living the dream of a lifetime. After a first kiss, another ensued and another and another. He knew he had to stop soon, but he wanted so much more. 
he moved away a few centimeters just to say, Sire, open your mouth. <laughs> the king obeyed. The chaste kisses became deep and passionate, erotic even. Hiss could taste the roasted meat John had eaten only a few hours before. That's sexy. His, <laughs> mouth, his mouth was warm and wet, and even if the blonde hadn't had touch wine at dinner, he felt completely inebriated. His mind was so blinded by passion, and he didn't even remember when he had ordered the king to stop kissing him and get onto his knees. He didn't even have time to speak that the other had already removed his tights and his underwear as well. His could be described as a man with a particular kind of beauty. Snake, I don't understand. Long blonde hair framed a face with soft feminine features. When um. he was younger, many had mistaken him for a dame. Even today, many tended to make the same mistake. However, Hiss was a man inside and out, and the tool between his legs was a solid proof. I, I, I have a question about snake genitalia. If uh, please, second head. No, no, please, please feel free. What's your question about snake genitalia? I know the answer. Do answers. snakes have dongers? Um, okay, sort of. Uh, it's... So snakes actually have these little kind of knobs, and, they, and there are two of them. And they poke out from either side, and they look kind of like radio antennas sometimes, and they're spiky. Mm -hmm. Um, so snakes always have two penises, at least. Please keep that in mind. Thank you so for listening to KFM Snake Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, if anyone has any questions about animal genitalia, you know who to ask. <laughs> so, TLDR, yes, but actually no. <laughs> yes, but actually two. <laughs> G Billy, two antennae? <laughs> Fucking Christ. Uh, all right. For a second, the advisor had been afraid that the hypnosis on the prince had fallen, since John had been frozen in place for a while after taking off his underwear. But if that was so, the prince would have started screaming, or at least he would have jumped back on his feet, no? Anyway, since they were there, why not try it? John. He murmured. Blow, uh, um, blow me. He couldn't. He wasn't able to say it. How could he? It was so vulgar. Blow me black. No, no. His sire deserved a better, more romantic, more... <laughs> oh, no! That was... <laughs> oh, but he's drinking, I hope. <laughs> he almost had a heart attack. When he felt his member enveloped by that warmth, he lowered his gaze. Okay, he had died, and now he was in heaven. If not, he couldn't explain this vision in front of him. John, with his dick in his mouth. You see, now I'm visualizing John with his own dick in his mouth. Thanks for that. Piss's <laughs> mother had... Why are you thinking about your mother while you're getting blown? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> don't kink shame me! Also, also, don't lions have, like, barbed peeners? Uh, both of these creatures have barbed peeners. Now you know. Um, Piss's mother... Mine. Yes, his is also... Lion penises are not nearly as barbed as tiger penises, just so you know. Hiss's mother had told him it was impossible to give out orders telepathically. Or maybe it wasn't. At that moment, his mother was the last thing on his mind. Then why are you thinking about her? The first was a litany of... Yes! 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 And the second, a big... Thank you, Lord. The king had not, exper had not experienced in the sexual field, and it shone. 
His technique was mediocre at best. Too much saliva, not enough tongue, and too many teeth. But even so, for Hiss, this was the best oral sex he had ever experienced. He was so lost in the pleasure that he had taken the king's head between his hands. Hands? <laughs> and he was, I guess, and he was now thrusting his dick forcefully inside the other's mouth, chasing that warmness more and more. From the drawing near of each thrust, he could have lasted longer if he... Sorry. From the groans, John wasn't too happy about the change of face, but the blonde didn't care. He would have removed any memory soon. He felt his orgasm drawing near with each thrust. He could have lasted longer if he hadn't looked down. If he felt like being in paradise before, now he was definitely sitting on God's throne. The prince was gazing directly at him while masturbating. All of this while his cock was completely down his throat. Again, it sounds like John is blowing himself. Also, it sounded like his mom was there cheering him on. <laughs> hiss came with a high-pitched and continuous hiss, releasing his... <laughs> thank, thank you, priest. Releasing his seed in the other's mouth, who swallowed it. His legs were shaking like never before, and there was nothing in his mind but confusion. Even so, he realized he could not leave things as they were. He dressed up and fixed his hair. He looked toward John to see if he needed a hand as well. But surprisingly, he saw him already on his feet and cleaned up. Weird. He didn't remember ordering him to do so. Oh well, less work to do. No. Now, <laughs> Yes, Flam? No, go, go on. <laughs> now was the <laughs> last part of his plan. Your Majesty, you shall forget everything that had just happened and wake up. All right. <laughs> uh, this was the first time someone had ever answered this when coming out of hypnosis. Oh, well, John had always been a special case. May I do something for you, Your Majesty? The trick was to make him believe nothing had happened. But what better way to do so than by taking care of his needs, like the loyal servant he was? I'd like something to drink. I have a terrible taste in my mouth. It's incredible he still feels something after what just happened, thought Hiss. I'll take care of it immediately, Your Highness. I'll be back soon. After said so, he left the room quickly, headed to the kitchen. The plan had worked amazingly. Still, there were some things he couldn't explain. He had lost visual connection with the prince a few times, and even so, the hypnosis did not break. On the contrary, John had carried out more orders than the blonde had even said. Maybe the monarch wasn't after his, wasn't after his control during their intimate rendezvous. Maybe he felt the same way, and their union had not been forced at all. Ah, what a dumb thought. As if the king could have really felt something for him. John had already told him he was nothing but a servant. It was painful, and he had to accept reality quickly in order to not suffer anymore. But even so, why not using his power some more? Maybe next time they could go even further. He just had to. The end. Yay! Yay! Okay. And then he comes out and goes, I just pranked your bro and made you gay. Got him. <laughs> Bro job, choo choo! <laughs> so, what do we think of this story? I, I think it's a good warm up, so to speak. So this, th there was this, this was really interesting. This, uh, oh man, I I don't know if this is a 
Apparently, this has been read 875 other times, so someone ships this. I mean, look, yep. you guys made it really sexual, and I'm kind of tetting here just a little bit, but, like, honestly, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Ben. ben. Ben's in the chat listening. Good. Um, so... Ben, what are you doing here? <laughs> So uh, all all my all my friendly fellow furries, all my friendly fellow furries in chat. Did you find this sexually pleasing? Please let us know if you do, and give uh, give us not woo if it was a good one. If you enjoyed it, put an woo in the chat. I said ah woo. I did not say ooh woo. There are different things here, priest. Let me well, have my ah woos. Not much okay? different. No, okay. what is that? What is little tiny howls? Thank you, thank you. I I got into you know what? Yellow dragon. Thank you. I I like a woos. A woos are good. A woos. Um, so that's what we're starting with. We decided to start with something furry, but we are going to go on to something decidedly not for. Well, it has it has some animal erotica in it, so it sort of counts. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing if we're not labeling it as furry. No, uh, it's the next one is, and for those everyone has the link to the link. I'm really hoping. I've got it. I'm up. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. Not, not my penis. Now. Not my penis. The cover art. The cover art is brilliant. Um, let's let's quickly show off the cover art that was done by our lovely artist Ape before we start. Oh. Um, the Ram the Ramcon cover cover art. The red the Ramcon cover art. Cover art, yeah. Cover I heard art that too. The cover art, yeah. It's okay. Um, this is this is the wonderful <clears throat> image that was done for you guys. So we hope you guys like it. Just yeah. to remember the day. Sorry. Yeah, just so you guys know, there's no horny jail here. If you guys, are... oh my god, what's happening? Oh my god, what's happening? Why is? <laughs> I have no idea, but it was cool. Alex, if you did that, I fucking love you. I've never seen Our... you. That's our intern, guys. That's our intern. Yay! All right. <laughs> that was awesome. All right, let's let's move on to the next story, which I will announce the name of and then give parts for Get Ready. The name of the story is Miss Frizz Mrs. Frizzle Gets Crunk. Yeah, you guys heard that right. Mrs. Frizzle Gets Crunk. Was she after her spinach puffs? <sighs> Can I shoot she, myself she, she now take, and get it she, over with? Oh, nope. she taking the kids to Santa Barbara? Uh, something like that. So it, you'll see where she's taking the kids. Uh, the part should oh, be read no, by I, I, I. I will be reading for Miss Frizzle. Um, Flam will be narrating. Rav will be reading all girl parts. Priest will be reading all boy parts, except for Arnold. Enigma is specifically reading for Arnold. And Milk, you just have to sit there and giggle. I'll tell you what. I'm really good at that. Um, I'll tell you what, if there is, if, if, if at any point, Milk, you want to make sound effects, you're welcome to do so. Oh, God. No, I don't think I can. Uh, it's, this, this is what we're going to do. Um, and it's, Mrs. Frizzle gets drunk by no wind for this hole. <laughs> Romance slash angst. Oh, God. Who's <laughs> um, in down a main street? Read the, read the description. Flam under under the per, under the writer's yes. name. Yeah, I read that already. You want me to read it out loud? Yes. Out loud, yes. Yes. Okay. Arnold gets in a bus accident, and the class takes a trip to a Lil Wayne concert. 
Oh, Can I shoot shit. myself now? I please. knew I should have stayed home today. <laughs> Fucking Little Wing concert? Yes. Um, so let's, <laughs> let's do our best. Remember, anytime we can't handle it and lose our shit, you guys take a sip of your alcoholic drink or non-alcoholic drink at home. Deep breath. Let's let's make let's make it a good time for all. Radio, we all set. I feel ready. All righty. Arnold was thirty minutes late to school, and for good reason. The bus he took, which generally got him there, was in an awful accident. The bus driver was launched out of his seat after hitting a group of babies in the middle of the road, and all the students except Arnold, who were busy being pissed off in the corner with a trash can over his head, fell victim to the toxic gases released from the babies upon impact. What the fuck? What am I I reading right now? This is a paragraph in, kids. We can do this. Alrighty. He he had hastily rolled out of the back, hoping to get hit by a car. He didn't get hit by a car, and thus had to walk the treacherous three yards to the school door. He took the trash can off. Yeah, I don't I already don't know what's happening. Um When he got inside, he was immediately taken aback by the pungent smell of fresh doobie. I mean, everyone knows Miss Frizzle smokes. I mean, come on. So I'm this 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 we're just admitting it here. Yeah. Mrs. Frizzle was blazing it in her room. All the other students were screaming in agony as she had forgotten to let them out of the school building for the past three days, locking them in without food or water the entire time. It was a good thing that Arnold was dismissed early last Friday. He opened the door and the entire class weakly fell onto the ground and began to crawl to the nearest water fountain, groaning like a bunch of very irritated zombies. Arnold sighed and stared at the asses of the meek children sprawled across the floor. He rolled his eyes and walked into the room, the marijuana door emanating odor, excuse me, emanating from the northwest corner of it. Mrs. Frizzle was staring blankly at the ceiling. Sorry I'm so late to class, Miss Frizzle. The bus got in an accident. Mrs. Frizzle did not reply. Arnold looked down to the bottom of Frizz's dre- of the Frizz's dress and saw a very familiar tail poking out of it, swishing back and forth. Oh, no. Oh, that's just gross. After about 50 more minutes of the curly-haired reject and his teacher having a bit of a staring contest, the students piled back into the classroom, looking healthier than ever. They had roasted the lunch ladies in the oven in the middle of the science wing. Nobody even noticed. They filed back into the regular into their regular seats and attentively looked at their mentor, silent. Arnold, if you don't get back to your seat in three seconds, I'm going to literally tear your eyes out of their sockets. Arnold, completely forgetting about the sound of his teacher's voice over the past several days, turned around to find the source of the horrendously scratchy noise that vaguely resembled human speech. It was a full 23 seconds before he realized that it was probably Frizzle, and he ran to his seat. He was able to do this in more than three seconds because Frizzle was too buzzed to even move correctly. The tearing out of his eyes ended up just being her slowly moving her hand to the left. She grabbed her whiskey bottle and dangled it haphazardly from her fingertips. Now listen here, you little shits. Today we're going to learn how to get crunk. There was a confused murmur amongst the crowd, probably because none of them had ever heard of the word crunk before. Except D.A. 
What the fuck's a crunk? Ralphie asked. DA, in her bitchy know-it-all fashion, turned around to face him and slammed her leg on his desk, getting mud all over the poor child's face before wailing the definition at him. Everybody unanimously understood, understood with a reassuring, huh. Aww. Mrs. Frizzle took a long swig of her booze. Good job, DA. Now get your foot off my fucking desk before I break this bottle over your head. I have to pay for those, you know. One second. Everything okay? No, someone just had to motion something to me. Okay. DA took her foot off from the now slimy desk, whispering and returning to her rightful seat. Okay. I bought us eight tickets to the Little Wayne concert next to the school. Since there's only eight and Liz counts as a person, that leaves six of you to come with me and two of you to stay. Arnold, you could keep your ass glued to that chair because I'm sure as hell am not going to take your unenthusiastic attitude to Wheezy's perfect stage. Wanda, you're too Asian to understand anything he's saying. Sound good? Class was... Undecided. If you all come, I'll kill Arnold when we get back. The bus was filled within seconds. <laughs> oh no. Oh jeez. I wanted to get crunk too. <laughs> See you bitches later. Frizzle smashed the bottle on the front of the car, pieces flying everywhere. The bus ran over a good amount of pieces and the two front tires completely popped. Miss Frizzle in her drunken stupor just kept on driving the bus. Her foot pushed fully down on the gas pedal and on the other foot nonchalantly controlling the steering wheel. As the concert was literally only one block away, the class was there in only two hours and they uh, filled out the bus silently. Filed out of the bus silently, excuse me. Back at the school, Wanda and Arnold were watching the clock go by, counting the minutes until Arnold's final demise. Arnold was an emotional wreck and was sobbing uncontrollably while Wanda was pooping in the bathroom. <laughs> Wanda eventually walked out after hearing the crying, bringing with her a semi-soiled toilet paper roll to help sop up his tears. Her pants weren't on, weren't on but Arnold wasn't wearing any glasses, so she figured he wouldn't notice. <sighs> she sat down across from him. Arnold, I know your life can get you down sometimes, but this is one of those times where you need to man the fuck up and move on with your life. I mean, how many times have you thought you were going to hate the field trip and end up learning something? Arnold blew his nose into Wanda's hair, making mistaking it for tissue. I know, Wanda. It's just that being around Miss Frizzle intimidates me. I want a woman like her, and she's 43 and married. Not that her husband is alive or anything, but you catch my drift. What the fuck <sighs> is this? Wanda grabbed a pair of scissors from the other side of the room near the sink and started cutting the mucus-infused hair off her head. You know, I bet if we just talked to Miss Frizzle, she'd reconsider. She's drunk as shit anyway, so I doubt she would be too hard on you. She cringed as she accidentally punctured her ear with the scissors. Blood flowed onto the floor. Oh, Jesus. You're Am right, I'm Wanda. Sure my ass. I just need to drown my sorrows first. Thanks for the chocolate, by the way. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so this is where we're going with this, huh? Oh, God. That, that, was, that was expert calling back to that shit right there, I have to say. That took me a second, and I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Uh, our lunch for the soiled toilet paper taking quite the bite out of it. He choked. <laughs> he choked, but thought of his family life to help trigger his gag reflex. Oh! <laughs> Why? Chris, <laughs> no way! Oh. Jesus. At the concert, Mrs. Frizzle handed out the tickets. You lose these, and you're not getting back on the bus. Are we clear? She kicked the bus to prove her point. The bus did nothing because it was a bus. Fuck this! You're all boring! I'm gonna go do some crack. Phoebe, come on, I need your lunch money. Phoebe was dragged along by the torso. At my old school. Never mind, this uh, is Excuse me, that's, yeah. I think that's me, isn't it? Yeah, yes. it is. Yes, yes, yes. At my old school, we never learned how to get crunk. Phoebe, if you say that goddamn punchline one more time, I'm going to turn your ass into gelatin. I've got the vaccine right here. What? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know either. The words, Mason. What do they mean? <laughs> what do they... Uh, fucking, uh, Phoebe quit complaining. Meanwhile, Tim was having trouble finding a seat in the pack. Stadium, where there looked like an empty seat, there always ended up being a shattered beer bottle, disposed of babies, or worse, porn. What? Can <laughs> <laughs> we back up to the babies for a second? No, no, the babies. No, because clearly, well, priorities, clearly the porn is worse. Okay, go ahead. I, I, I would dump those babies aside to get to that porn. Okay, <laughs> let's focus. We can do this. He decided to plop his big black butt on the stairs to the food vendors. Sometimes they dropped a french fry or two so he could scrounge for food without looking like a deranged homeless woman. About 30 minutes into the concert, people started getting restless. Their precious Wheezy was nowhere to be found, and all the clean water had been gulped down already. For Phoebe, however, this was not a problem. Phoebe had spent her $20 not on lunch, not on crack, but for some cracked, moldy cookies that were dripping with liquid. Oh. At this point, she was so famished that when she saw the liquid dripping off the cookies, she just forked over the 20 right then and there. It was only 20 more minutes before she realized just what that liquid was. She was tripping balls by the time Miss Frizz Mrs. Frizzle bursted out of the porta potty with an old Mexican man, lower parts of her dress torn and covered in fecal matter. Phoebe saw three Mrs. Frizzles with guns and colored like the American flag and ran off sideways because the world was spinning. She didn't get far before flipping over face first into the crowd. Ralphie, Liz, D.A., and Carlos found themselves near the front of the stadium. The speakers were broken, loose wires dangling from the ceiling, and a high-pitched squeal was the only thing they could hear other than their own voices. <laughs> Liz sat on Ralph's fat lap, settling herself in his meaty mounds. Ooh. Ooh. Ralphie didn't know much better than to pet her. As he did so, he felt a strange attraction arise. <laughs> Literally. 
Liz arose from Ralph's lap and turned around, gazing into Ralphie's dark brown beepers. <laughs> she, she gave the green-shirted moron a lick on the cheek and smiled. He blushed as his face got closer to the reptile, and the ringing from the speaker softened as the two finally commenced their perfect kiss. Okay, I have a question for the internet. Are there any anthro drawings of Liz? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, why did I know you would ask something about that? Why did you know I would have the answer to that? <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> Clam, read the line. Please. <sighs> Carlos watched as the two go at it before looking directly at D.A. No, oh, no. Priest, your 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 boys, right? Yes, I guess you could say that this predicament is pretty. Don't do this, Ralph Worthy. <laughs> Carlos chortled hysterically before acting upon his words, proceeding to vomit directly onto Dorothy's face, covering <laughs> her purple sweatshirt with his yellow stomach acid, burning her face to the bone in some areas. What? The entire is <laughs> The entire stadium work? peeved at his antics, shouted Carlos's name. Besides D.A., who was busy literally screaming her face off, flesh dripping from her cheeks like a stick of butter in the microwave. Carlos's neck, <laughs> Carlos's necrophilia king kicked it. Excuse me. <laughs> if I, if I, you know what I mean? You know that meme of the guy. You know that meme of the guy with sunglasses and he's dropping the sunglasses rim you below what? his eyes. That's me right there. That was if I had sunglasses, they'd be below. The brim would be below my eyes right now. I told you this uh, would be a hard one to get through for you, Flam. Carlos's necrophilia can kicked in, and he averted his eyes to keep from blushing, to keep his mind off of the hot mess in front of him. He did what he did whenever he felt hot. And heavy. I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm gay. <laughs> Somebody sound like uh, that, please. Yeah, <laughs> Alex, can you please cut that out? Sure. Oh, let's see. He rocked himself back and forth in the fetal position. DA paused her screaming to make sure she was hearing more clearly. You're gay? Dude, that's like my favorite sexual orientation. Let's make out. <laughs> Carlos sniffled up his tears. He could finally do this. He'd been practicing making out with the corpse of his dead dog for eons just for this very reason. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I guess till death do they part. His <laughs> teeth still had rotten meat on them. Well, I mean, if we're fucking after they're dead, death isn't... Never mind. Please yeah, don't, don't, don't finish that don't sentence, my dear. Don't go farther than that, please. That's enough. Okay. Please continue. <laughs> The Hispanic child, because uh, we're going to, uh, yeah, <laughs> we're using those those now, <laughs> stuck out his tongue for the barely breathing blonde bitch to bite on. I love that consonant. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> All that the underage obese child could feel was a barrage of pleasure, pain. Is, should no, we no, just no, draw no. attention to that Hold consonants on. How, again? How did, how did you skip? How did you, you skip far? You skipped so far. It's the next. Oh, did I? Yeah, didn't. Oh, okay, so I was so, I, I was so blinded. I was, I was blinded the, by the, the, his, the Hispanic child. 
Yes. Flam, you were too hot and bothered. Yes. <laughs> we need the, to get through this. Come on, we can do this. I believe his, in you guys. The Hispanic child stuck out his tongue for the barely breathing blonde bitch to bite on. She ripped it off, but she was hungry anyway, so it didn't really matter in the long run. The two perverts lay in silence, tongues in each other's mouths for a good three consecutive hours. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Ralph, meanwhile, Ralphie and Liz were getting serious, doing despicable (laughs) things to each other. All that the underage obese child could feel was a barrage of pleasure, pain, and scales, but mostly the last two. Having never, having never experienced any sort of physical affection in his entire existence, including his birth where his mother screamed louder after giving birth than during. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's the meanest fat joke. That's amazing. <laughs> Where his mother screamed louder after giving birth than during, he passed it off as merely just the social norm for kinky interaction. Wait, never mind. Go on. He could have done without the claws in his nipples, though. That, he was pretty sure milk wasn't supposed to be red. I'm pretty sure. Four hours passed, and there was still no sign of Lil Wayne. Ninety percent of the audience had already filed out of the stadium, and the majority of the rest of them were too crunk to move. The atmosphere really needed some uh, livening up. All of a sudden, the lights flashed off, and a small stage in the center of the stadium rose, a purple spotlight shimmering down on it. A single person stood atop the platform, not moving, not breathing. A single twitch of the butt cheek later... And the lights all flipped on, revealing an African-American girl twerking it like none of them had ever seen. (laughs) She had obvious buttock implants as her booty rammed the top of the stadium and the bottom of the stadium with each shake. The crowd cheered with enthusiasm of a thousand parents relieved that they don't have to take their kids to Disney World. One particular lady, though, was a bit skeptical of all the excitement. Holy shit, that's Kesha! <laughs> Keisha, not Kesha. Keisha, not Kesha. Keisha's oh. a character. Keisha's a character. <laughs> Keisha. Keisha. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Tim Hollard. Indeed, the, Mick, the Nicki Minaj lookalike was, in fact, Keisha. Upon hearing her name, the kinky stripper brought her dancing to a halt. She slid the 20 feet down the pole and hung her head in shame. All she had ever wanted to do was get away from the madness that was Mrs. Frizzle. And even then, she could not escape. The half-conscious lady stumbled down the stairs, hurling herself into the stadium. She spilled her 128-ounce jug of what probably wasn't fruit punch on herself, banged her foot off Phoebe, who was now muttering something about astrophysics and the theological factors of entomology. And tore her dress off in the ring, feet away from Keisha. Well, that was a sentence. Keisha (laughs) sighed and let her hair down. Damn it, Miss Frizzle. I tried to run away from you because your class always bored me. 
I thought if I learned to get crunk, maybe I would finally be happy. Mrs. Frizzle smiled sadly, petting the side of the black girl's face. She was proud of her little prodigy, and she took a minute before deciding how to respond to the flattering jewel of passion smiling innocently in front of her. Bitch, if you don't get in the fucking bus by the count of three, I'm gonna jam my fist so far up your ass, you're gonna start shitting food you haven't eaten yet. <laughs> I'm, saving, I'm saving that insult for Stella. Everyone drink. That's another one. That's one for the books right there. (laughs) Keisha groaned. See, this is why. But she never finished her sentence because Liz smacked her to the ground and tied her mouth shut with medical tape. Ralphie handcuffed her hands behind her back using Liz's trusty emergency S&M gear kit. And Carlos rubbed DA's face on her legs, rendering her unable to use her now rotting feet. Keisha rolled her eyes as they, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Keisha rolled her eyes as they dumped her in the back of the bus like they did with Arnold's adult diapers. I was going to see Wheezy! Ralphie grumbled as he took his seat next to Liz, who had jammed her claws into his torn jeans. The entire bus ride back was a conglomeration of angry moans, erotic farts, <laughs> and, Mrs. and Mrs. Frizzle slamming the, ba- the bus back and forth to try and knock Keisha out with no avail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let me sniff the air out of your asshole. Please stop. Please <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> You've murdered milk. Can we please continue? We're almost I wanna be done! I wanna I wanna be off the magic bus ride! I don't wanna be on this ride anymore. Anyway. Fucking goddammit. Back at the school! Yes, quite pungent indeed, my dear. Stop it! Back Back at the school. Back at the school. What? You can do Back this, Sam. at the school. Wanda and Arnold were finishing the touches on his speech to Mrs. Frizzle when she got back. Arnold was determined to win his spot back in his much-beloved classroom. Now say... <clears throat> now... Say what we worked on, Arnold. Wanda gave him a reassuring thumbs up. Miss Frizzle, I know you've been an asset to you recently about my opinions on your field trips, but I really don't mean it. It's just flirting and shyness because, in truth, I really want to rub my hands up your show and mur- murder, 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 Try that sentence again, my dear. I, I, I really want to rub my hands up your shirt. And motorboat those fine tits of yours. It's hard for me to be nice to people when I always have this raging motor that nobody will let me whip out. I just want to love you, and I hope you re- reconsider mauling me. Wanda gave him a smile. That should win her over. Arnold smiled too. In fact, he puckered his lips together, leaned in, and... Hey, look! It's the bus! Wanda snapped her head around, breaking Arnold's nose with a fine crack. She wasn't sorry. She grabbed Arnold's penis and pulled... (laughs) 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 (laughs)
There's no time. Follow me. Dad's penis. <laughs> and pulled him out to, into the front of the school, waiting for his teacher to arrive. Gun in hand. Excuse me. But slowly grinded to a halt in, in front of the school. Miss Frizzle was tired. She just needed to get up and go to sleep. She stood up and accidentally slammed full speed on the gas pedal, launching the kids into the back of the bus with Tisha. At my old school, we never... Phoebe was cut off by the screaming of the class, including Miss Frizzle, who smashed her head into the horn out of sheer annoyance. The class suddenly went silent as they realized just what they had done. They all leaned their heads out of, out of the shattered windows to take a peek at what they hoped was going to be just a coincidence. Arnold was dead. The entirety of the school bus burst out of the building, wielding pinatas, firecrackers, and complimentary champagne. And yes, I said it like, fuck you. I know, I know. The battle was finally over. Everybody was crunk. guys i want to turn this fucking bus around <laughs> so this is what would happen if rick rick sanchez from rick and morty just decided to like teach children i mean he does but that's fine um so that that's that is another example of the crack fix i hope everyone had a great time with that how is everyone doing are we breathing through it are we breathing through the pain i'm still sober Okay, I'm well, to remember what we just read. My brain can't retain any of it. <laughs> I can understand Defense that. Defense mechanism. Well, we're gonna venture back into our favorite favorite area of expertise. We're gonna venture back into My Little Pony fanfiction, and we're going to read a story called Fleshlight by Effervescent Equine. Uh, this is. Certainly a light in the flesh in it. Yeah, uh, Milk will be narrating this. Milk, are you ready for your narrating? Oh, no. Yep, um, Sweetie Belle will be played by Enigma. I will be playing Rarity. And Flam will be playing uh, an interesting player to be named later. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yep, that's, that's who you're playing. And that means that, uh, Priest, you get to take a rest. Rav, you get to take a rest. Do you feel okay about this? Yeah. All right. I, I just read Flamin's character name. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. <laughs> Good. Priest, are you doing okay? Priest, are you dead? He is kill. Priest, you're muted if you're trying to talk. Yep, Priest is kill. I'm assuming Priest is Rip. Rip. Um, the magic school bus driver wasn't alcohol. Well, Priest, I hope you come back soon. But until then... Uh, I'm here. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you, do you want you want to hype up the chat while we do this shit? Yes, let's do it! My body is ready! Chat! Let me see some Uluwoos! We're gone 2020! Let's do it! You are what we call it in the porn business a social fluffer. You are not in the porn business, Enigma, and you never will be. Anyway. You don't, you don't think they put him in a gimp suit and just kind of put him in the corner to laugh? No, I have, I have been on porn shoots before. That is not what they do. Every single one of my holes is ready. Oh, no. You don't remember my favorite scene from Pulp Fiction where I came out of that fridge? Anyway, it's not, it's not a fridge. But anyway, we're going to read the story Fleshlight 
and it's going to be narrated by Milk. Everyone have the story? Everyone feel ready? I don't think anybody can be ready. I don't think anyone's ready either. So, uh, Milk? Milk, milk, my sweet? Yes, Take yes, I am ready. Are, are you sure? <laughs> I'm really not, but let's do this anyway. Let's do it! Go, go, go! Oh, okay, so am I reading, like, the very first thing there? Yes. Hmm, once upon a time, in the land of happy ponies, there was a virus named Hematojofan. <laughs> what, wait, what? He, Hemato, I can't, Hematojofan <laughs> that murdered out of, that mutated out of the common cold. The virus got a keen appreciation for the pony genitalia. One such pony, known as illustriously as Rarity, was meandering around, not doing anything sexual to her dismay. Oh, and to her dismay, contracted the disease when she sat at a bench. Read on as the disease changes her internally. <laughs> I already don't like where this is going. What is wrong with these people? This is not. This is not a non-porn. This is not. This is very much not that. We will see. We will see. You'll see. This is suffering. Yep, it is. Rarity lay in her fancy bed, unable to move or scream out, <laughs> scream out loud from the intense itching coming from her cooch. All she could think of was scratching the inside of her marehood, but she could not move a single muscle. It seemed whatever that was an ailing her turned off her nervous system. Her pussy was itching like wildfire. <laughs> Spreading all over the do spreading all over a doomed forest, Rarity continued to lay in bed, her face cringing from the intensity of it. She had to she had tried to scream before when she woke up when the sensation woke up with the sensation, yet she could not make a single sound. She could feel her body itch all over slowly. All dead. All over slowly and gradually until it became unbearable. Tears poured down her eyes at the itching as the itching did not stop in its campaign. Soon she waited and continued to feel the itch almost possess her and that she could barely feel her mirrored any longer. It seemed that there was something going on inside, but she could not explain it. I feel really gross right now. I reading this. <laughs> Imagine me having to read it out loud, but okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> We're going We can do it. We can do it. I don't think we can. Rarity then heard a voice coming from the stairs up to her room. Up to her room. It sounded like Sweetie Belle singing. It stirred Rarity's hopes that <laughs> she would be saved. The door slowly creaked open to, to find a smiling Sweetie Belle, opening the door to check on her sister at the sight of her sister so motionless and quiet. She interrupted as if something was wrong. Rarity, is everything all right? Said Sweetie Belle, her eyes agape from worry at her sister. Sweetie Belle trotted up to her sister's bed to notice that she was crying without making a sound. Rarity, why can't you talk? What's wrong? Rarity positioned her eyes to look down at her pelvis in hopes that Sweetie Belle would scratch the itch. Is it something down there? Let me uncover the mattress and... In... <laughs> Sweetie Belle uncovered the mattress and jumped back from the miasma of black that emanated from the hole. Sweetie Belle closed her eyes, her iris burning her tear leaking from... The disgusting stench, she opened her eyes to see the vagina with two black eyes and what seemed to be lips protruding from the vagina. <laughs> I know. I'm debating how the fuck to read this. Be a suave gentleman. Be a suave gentleman. <clears throat> oh, okay. <clears throat> Why, hello there, young filly. <laughs> <laughs> General Kenobi! 
I, I, I was thinking more like Mr. Sulu. Uh. <clears throat> let's, let's try that again. <clears throat> we'll do this in one take. Come on. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, man. Just keep fucking wrong. Just do the line! <laughs> Shut up, please. Save the line, Bart. Why, hello there, young filly. What brings you to these bed chambers? Said the vagina, its face absolutely happy to see someone other than the darkness under the covers. I am quite thankful for you getting rid of those dreadful covers. Sweetie Belle looked upon the talking vagina and screamed as if it was the end of days. Her scream resounded all the way to Sugarcube Corner and no one took heed of it. Sweetie Belle, after her loud and long scream, paused in shock to look at the vagina in horror. Clam? Clam and Dwarfer. Fucking Clam. Mike, shit. Sorry, 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 sorry. Mike got fucked. Oh, I'm sorry, good filly. Did something scare you? Maybe I can fight off whoever the scoundrel is who dared to hurt someone as young as yourself. Said the vagina. The vagina smiled at Sweetie Belle's shocked expression. Will you be needing anything, young lady, to help with whatever scared you? Or will you be just fine? You gonna talk? Said Sweetie Belle. Why? Of course I can talk. I have been jib-jabbering for, uh, quite a while. But what are you? Well, I guess an introduction is in order. My name is Himo Tijofan, or Himo for short. I am known as quite the... A gentleman in the virus circles. You should meet my good friend Yersina Pestis, or what you ponies like to name the, uh, name him, hmm, the, uh, bubonic plague. What have you done to my sister? Screamed Sweetie Belle. Oh, not to worry. Your dear sister is just fine. She will die, but she will serve a good purpose. Said Hemo as he cleared, as cheerily as ever. We will mold as one and become a new entity of disease and pony. It will be something interesting, don't you think? Okay, before you go on, <laughs> I, all, all I heard was, all I heard reading that was, beneath the skin we are already one. <laughs> was it, was it not your sin, Sweetie Belle, who trapped the unicorn? Even now, the evil seed of what you've done. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yes, anyway. anyway so, an Enigma? No, I won't let you. Ah, but you don't have much of a choice. If you lay a hoof on me, then I will kill your sister. But if you go ask for help, then I will kill your sister. <laughs> well, if you do anything either way, I will kill her. So there really is no point, my dear Philly. What? No! Why are you doing this? 
Just an idea that me and an old chap thought of. It would be something interesting to do other than infecting ponies all day and killing them. Now, don't you think that's something better? Sweetie Belle stood there, shocked, not knowing what to do. All she could do was freeze in fear. Oh, don't be like that, young filly. Here is something to look forward to. The transformation is about to start. Oh, no. Rarity's body began to expand from her stomach. Her eyes closed as she breathed her final breath. Her entire face flattened as the disease sucked her inside into a big ball of flesh protruding from the stomach. All that was left was skin. The ball expanded, broke through the epidermis, showing a mass of black. Fleshy arms began to protrude out of the floating ball, and a head grew out of the top of its base. It all looked similarly like a horse, but shaped more so like Rarity herself. The fleshy tail sprung from the hindquarters of the ball and shaped up to become short, sort of a sharp tail. Her mane was similarly her mane her mane was similar to her counterpart, but it was different in that it was sharper and the dust emanated from the air. Eyes protruded from the mass of flesh, and the whole pony solidified. The disgusting pony pulled its mouth, ripping apart from the roof to the bottom of the snout, creating a mouth. <clears throat> I am complete, said the disgusting <laughs> pony. Rarity, is that you? The disgusting pony pulled its tail aggressively, ready to strike the little filly before her. Sweetie Belle was pierced instantaneously and filled with virus gook. <laughs> would have transformed her like Rarity. Yet something was not right. It seemed that Sweetie Belle had developed an immunity to the disease and was unaffected. Antibodies traveled through the disgusting pony's body and began to convert everything back. The disgusting pony screamed in pain as it felt the disease-fused body become cleansed by Sweetie Belle's antibodies. Rarity had returned to her form, leaving Hemo gone forever from her body. Sweetie Belle, seeing her unconscious sister lay on the ground limp, hurried to carry the body and sobbed until she woke. Rarity awoke from the slumber to feel Sweetie Belle's body tighten hers. What happened, sweetie? I thought I died, said Rarity as she stirred. It doesn't matter, as long as I have you still here. It all doesn't matter. I don't ever want to lose you again. It's all right, sweetie Belle. This time, I will stay the hell away from benches. I'll make sure to stay more safe. Rarity vowed to never sit on a bench ever again, and sweetie Belle soon got horse aids. The end. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> By the way, I, can we just give a short round of applause to Flam and his vagina voice, please? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna fully awoo that. Yeah, woo awoo. Everyone, feel free to woo and awoo Flam's voice because I, <laughs> I gotta tell you, I the the comments for your voice this time, Flam was, this pussy sounds like Morgan Freeman. Morgan <laughs> fucking Freeman. Um, that's another one. Uh, what, what, where's another one that was nice? I can't believe how straight said the vagina is being read. I imagine the Babadook would sound like this. Is this the G Man? <laughs> is Morgan Freeman fucking? Imagine the vagina going. I can smell you. Somebody asked me this: Can horses get AIDS? Thank you for the awoos. I love you guys. Um, no, oh, no, 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 <laughs> thank no. you all. I guess I was there. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord, this is amazing! All right, 
Okay. What's next? Next is a little story called Bambi Loves the Thing. Oh, fuck me. And uh, that's going to be narrated by Rav. Oh, um, no. Milk, you're going to play Bambi. Priest, you're going to play Elsa. What? Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> um, Enigma, any other voices that pop up or any like other random voices? I don't think there are any, uh, but there might be like one random voice in the beginning. Just any random voice that doesn't have a design character. You got to do it. Okay, Enigma? Yeah. Probably. All right. And Flam, you're playing Mulan. I'm just going to say right now, we're going to read Mulan exactly the way she was written. You, you can read the dialogue. Flam is going to read it phonetically as it was physically written. Flam is not yes, doing Yes, I it. am embellishing nothing. This is exactly how it goes. So, oh yeah, I, I, I warned you guys in advance, this is not the place for childhood memories. This is where they come to die. So... Just like Bambi's mom. Um, oh god, why? Why? Fuck you! Fuck you for that joke! <laughs> Alright. Alright, let's um, do this. Alright, cool. Rav, are you ready to narrate? Yeah, I'm ready. <clears throat> read, read the title and who it's by. Yeah, I know, I know, I got it. Bambi Loves the Thing by Carliro. Summary. Bambi frolics in the woods, but falls in love with an alien. Will it work out? <clears throat> oh, God. Okay. It was a beauty day in the forest, and Bambi was foraging about browsing low shrubs. They were... Oh, conifers. Good job. Yeah. I've never yeah, seen that word. They were great. conifers. So immense... Uh, so immense quantities of acids were concentrating in his ruminant second stomach, making him expel violently blood from his blackened, putrid anus. Many birds, beetles, and volatilities. Uh, I can't fucking say no, that. You what did is that great, word? Uh, you did a great job. Seriously, credit to you. You did a great job. That's that's the word volatica theories. You said you said it pretty similar. It's like good job. Uh, okay, bathed in the black red diarrhea of the beautiful forest prince, earning them eternal life and forever happiness. I think this is an enigma. This is an enigma. Thank you, O princely Akron of the forest ancient Archon. Archon. Pride the. I half expected him to say acorn. All right. Right. Pride <laughs> the worshippers of uh, to the god upon such divine gifts. But suddenly there was something very bad. Help me! Said someone in the forest, a luster voice of despair and delight. Bambi listened and went to help, and there was a beautiful husky dog with pus-filled blisters in its dung-infused flesh, and a swollen penis with brownish blackened spots indicating the entry of feces leaking a pale white pus milk semen. Jesus fucking Christ, what a description. What the fuck did you just read? <laughs> I don't know. Remember to, remember to push the talk milk, okay? I, I'm pushing the button. They can definitely hear me. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. Hello, how can I help you? 
where we are. Erection. Erection. What the fuck? You did good. That's correct again. Erection. Alright. Alright. Erection, eh? The next line. We're Italian now. I have our, an erection. Alright. <laughs> God damn it! My world greatest line is the Pazzi Pizzi! The Pazzi No bully! No meat bully. If I could, I'd read the whole thing and surrender. Alright. The dog then peeled its skull into a very fine and shiny. Ten catless? Ten catless! Ten catless! Ending on Simon Powell's head, in quotes, A N, read eternal vows, it's very God. Oh, fucking Christ. Just do it! You can do it! I believe in you! I'm trying! Uh, out of parentheses. They forcefully kissed Bambi's eyelids with such pleasure and succulent, pearly, mint oral snot, while another was shoved up his anus! <laughs> no. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, the line. <laughs> Oh my love, I'm I greatly desire you like the the glint of Bandua upon the castle's forts of eternity. Moaned Bambi as his rotten prostate slid off his purple red anus, black oily ooze infused with an ashy gray mucus, thicker spots floating in a slightly clearer liquid. I don't remember this from the movie. <laughs> Uh, the tentacles grabbed his limbs, and one went in. Uh, one went to his penis. Simon Powell's head blowjobbing it with <laughs> as the juices mixed with his flesh bamboo was healed as he reeked back into a children. Oh, oh yes, Mister Thing, fornicate. <laughs> Of existence, fortitude, and demise. Cried the exuberant little fawn pleasuredly. But as the thing was about to ejaculate, vomited, vomit ensued, seminal fluid. There was an evil laughter, and all the animals in the forest got scared. This is you, priest. You can't hide me! You can't hide from me forever! Said an evil, slutty voice of Mardi Gras condemnations. <laughs> from between the trees came, get it, Elsa! She was. <laughs> oh my god. She was fingering her necrotic womb with a billion mile long strap on dildo, expelling injurious. Curses against existence itself. Apparently, everyone has AIDS in this fucking <laughs> cinematic universe. You will all die! She moaned evilly, 
her face like Riley in Maverick Men's Return of Riley. <laughs> Yes, you will all die now. She was wearing a shitty t-shirt and a beaner hat and several piercings and was animating oh god that fucking word threw me for a loop. Animating a Cal Arts movie. Whoa, this is rated R, but you know what? Whoa! Take, take that shit back down, y'all. Fucking Cal Arts. No, you will never win. Moan Bambi sexually as he was Frenching Simon Powell's things heads. Our love will prevail. That's what you think! Toppled Elsa like a constipated 70-year-old with dementia raped by clown eagle Satanist with leukemia and bad fashion. What is this? <laughs> what is this? How is this? How was this written? <laughs> How did this happen? What happened to baby, you? Baby, it's almost done. It's almost done, baby. Son. I feel like the writer wrote this during a messy divorce. <laughs> You're almost there. Quite possibly. And she threw ice at them, but to thing was just went to sleep and Bambi stabbed her in the pussy, making her have an abortion of hideous coat hanger ice fetus and defecate black poop internal organs. So they just fed this into a random board generator. Like this is <laughs> 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 this doesn't even make grammatical sense anymore. No! Cried Elsa, but Mulan snapped her neck and began putting the poo in ice cream and licking it horrifully. Horrifully. Uh, spelled with a W. Yep. yep. You guessed it. But the damage was done now. Oh, now the damage is done! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, please continue. Malk. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. He cried bitter tears as he remembered his mother dying and the forest fire and Ralph breaks the internet. I will avenge you. Will he? To be continued? 666? Surprise, it doesn't get continued. I want my brain cells back. I know! We, we we made it through this story! How do you guys feel? I I, I feel like I've been hurt. I know. I, oh, God. I have if, maybe, if, maybe if they didn't lean so hard into the, oh, let's get edgy, let's get angsty, let's use words from black metal songs. It's like, like, oh, it's, oh, God. It's like a bad excuse for a Cannibal Corpse song, I'll be honest. Oh, my God. So, um, I'm going to make an executive decision because I'm looking at the time, and I'm looking at the stories we have left, and we definitely don't have time to do the entire Balto one I wanted to do. Because mm -hmm. um, it, is, it is the longest one that we had. So, that means, oh, no, guys, we have to move on to a very special story to end the night. Is this me? This is. This is a very special story, and I beg your pardon, Priest, this is who? 
It's a non-pencil. And? Me. We wrote it together! So you guys... We made us, this. Yeah, you guys want to hear us do a kind of crack fic. We, we got together one day for date night, and we wrote this together, so... Because we love each other. That's gross. Don't be gross for you. That's fucking Hold. gay. <laughs> Holding hands. We're, 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 pretty, we're pretty gay together. Holding hooves. That's the real shit. All right. Um, so who's going to be reading the parts for this? Are, um, Fluttershy will be me. Priest will be narrating. Enigma, you're going to be a non. Milk, you are going to be the young pony who yells at a non. Okay? Yes, I accept this role. I, I see the and, name. And Flam, you have one line at the end. You get to be the old lady pony. All okay, right, then. Okay, Flam. E. All right, I know we're running low on time because this is a con. We might run a little over. Get fucked if we do. We're doing this anyway. This is Fluttershy Fucking Sucks at Heart by Flutterpriest and a non-pencil. Chapter only chapter. Erecting a masterpiece. Enigma. I just don't understand. You say, looking down at Fluttershy. She's staring up at you, face obviously deeply offended. But you have to tell her the truth. She might be proud. She might have felt good about it. But she will end your real, true opinion. And as you look at the canvas in front of you, that she's decided to call her magnum opus, you've come to one conclusion. Fluttershy fucking sucks at art. It would have been good to find that out before you encouraged her to have her show at the local gallery, but it's far too late for that now. Oh, how can you not get it, Anon? Fluttershy asks, a note of hurt in her tone. The bunnies stand for the duality of pony kind. How some of us may live within our little holes, fearing the outside world. Yet for us to truly live... Fluttershy's two bunnies humping. No! She says, her cheeks flushing. You're just looking at it the wrong way. Trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, you twist your body and turn your head to the side. You squint. Yeah, sorry, now I just see a pair of breasts. What? Just two saggy, panderless white breasts blowing gently in the your therapist would probably have a field day with this, but that's beside the point right now. Fluttershy turns her head in order to see what you're seeing. Anon, those are two penises, not breasts. Enigma. I accidentally tore my earphones out of my head. Where did we go? Um, well, she needs. Anon, those are penises, not breasts. Well, she needs to check for some fucking lumps. You reply. Besides the point, your art is shit. But this is only one painting. You have to see the rest of my gallery. Is it more dicks? Well... Because well, if there's only one thing, I can't really handle it right now. Fluttershy, it's a surplus of dicks. But, but... Too many dicks, Fluttershy. A stallion in the corner of the gallery yells out Whoop! of approval in your direction. You give him the finger guns. He fears for his life. Here, all he wanted was here, all he wanted was to let you know he was also up for some dick fun, and you have to ruin it with symbolism of gun violence. Nice work. Look, 
you say with a heavy sigh. I'm willing to give this a shot. Walk me through, explain your art to me, and maybe I can give you some pointers on, or start to understand your style or something. I really wish you'd stop doing air quotes over certain words. Fluttershy mumbles, looking down their hooves. They, they were bunny ears. You say, pressing a hand to your chest. I was trying to get in the spirit of things. I'd never mock you like that. Oh, well, okay. Fluttershy says brightly. Come with me, then. Yeah, you were definitely mocking her. But she looks so sad, so you just couldn't break it to her. Especially not when you expect you're about to shit-talk her life's work in front of everyone. You reluctantly turn and follow her into the gallery. She stops by a large canvas, almost as tall as the wall, and gestures to it proudly. This one I call perfection in our world. You glance up at the painting in horror. Your jaw drops. You think you've wet yourself a little bit, because the painting is you. The painting is of you in the shower, the steam wafting from the floor to the ceiling. You hold a beer in your hands, and your forehead is firm against the tile. The most noticeable part of the painting, and what made it so insurmountably large, is the creative embellishment she made to your dangling participle. That is, you have a massive, raging horse cock, and it seems to hang down to the tile floor and be dribbling, dribbling a little semen. Fluttershy? You ask, turning to look at her slowly. Explain. Well, she says, her chest puffing up with pride. I decided to combine the ideas of the human form and the horse form. I mean, obviously humans are a little taller and have more dexterous hands, but they're a little more lacking in the... I mean... You break in sharply. Why is it me? Oh, that's not you. She says with a scoff and a shake of her head. Okay, but that's me. It looks like me. I have no idea what you're talking about. A pony and her young son pass by at that exact moment. The colt stops, looks at the painting, looks at Fluttershy, looks at you, and then looks at his mother. Look! No, no, it's, it's, it's Milk's line. Let Milk have this line, damn it. Look! He practically screams. It's the penis man! <laughs> <laughs> I knew this would kill Priest. I knew that would murder Priest to have him yell, look at the penis. His mother grabs him and quickly shoes him along to another part of the gallery. You give a scowl to Fluttershy who just rolls her eyes. Can you believe that species behavior? She says scornfully. Thinking all humans look alike. Fluttershy. But enough of this. On to the next painting. She grabs you by your pant leg and pulls you along to the next exhibit. You shield your face with one cupped hand as the ponies stare at you while you pass. Hey, look on the bright side. At least they all think you're packing some serious heat now. Fluttershy pulls you up to her next piece that still has a cloth draped over it. You can tell that it seems to be in the shape of a pony for some reason. But... What's more shocking to you is that Fluttershy somehow found a way to not only fail at one hobby, but possibly two. Definitely two. Statue? You ask Fluttershy. 
How in the world did you get your hands on marble? Well, she replies, your resident statue, but it's not necessarily made out of rock. See, I spent all my money on paint, and, well, I realized I didn't have all the right colors I needed, so I found out that many artists get creative, like horsehair brushes, and yellow paint is made from... Please stop. You interject. I hate everything about this. If you made this out of your fucking pubic hair, please just kill me right now. It'll be better than going out, seeing a statue of a mentally challenged horse made out of your mare hair. Fluttershy sighs and looks to the floor. Maybe you're right enough. I'm just not cut out for this. I should just pack these up and go home. I'm clearly not an artist. You take a deep breath and let it out slowly. If you weren't trying to get into Rarity's bedsheets, then maybe you could just dream crush her on the spot and go about your life normally. But word is going to travel, and the only thing that will be marvelous about your Friday nights will be what sort of condom you use to beat off with. Because they expire. Condoms expire, dumbasses. And you can only make so many water balloons and throw them at Spike before it gets old. Okay. Well, let's forget the statue. You say calmly. Besides, what was it even of? Ritualistic anal gaping. And... Yes, let's forget that statue. You say a little more forcefully. Just show me something else. I'm sure I can find something positive about it. After all, heart is different to everyone. I bet it really speaks to someone, even if, if, even if I personally don't get it. She raises her head a little. Uh, really? Really? Come on, show me. She brightens immediately and catches hold of your hand with all the excitement of a little girl who's finally stopped pooping the bed for the first time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, that's my line. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really glad to hear you say that, she says in complete and utter joy. Because my next piece is interactive. Interactive? You'll see, she says in a sing-song voice. She marches you over across the hall and around a corner until suddenly you're staring right down the barrel of... Mother of God. Fluttershy releases your hand and skips over to stand by her creation. She gestures to it with a sweeping hoof. See, I made it big enough for people to go inside. She says. You go in the urethra and it goes all the way back to the testicles. And then you can come out just like the sperm does. When, hey, where are you going? You don't look back. You don't even tell her goodbye. You do not pass go or collect $200. You can't do this. No amount of sweet marshmallow pony puss is worth this nonsense. And you will be damned if you are going back inside a giant replica horse penis. You came from a penis, sure, but you are not going back. You stride quickly to the front of the gallery, where one of the middle-aged docents holds the door open for you. You move to step past her, but as you do, she covertly slides a hook up your knee towards your groin. You lock eyes. She smiles. Hey! Oh, God! <laughs> she says in a sultry whisper. Aren't you the guy from the pinky? <laughs> Too bad this time life does not imitate art. And uh, this, well, this hurts me. 
Are you okay, Milk? I don't like the hurt. You didn't like that line you got to say? I, no, I like the line, but Flam's little interpretation of the old <laughs> pony at the door. Yes. <laughs> oh. Y'all oh, gave me one line. I won't make that shit count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, so w- if we had two hours, I had one other story lined up that would perfectly fill out the time. Pat's self on back for that knowledge. Um... But I think that means we're out of time because I think Flam has some place to be, correct, Flam? Yeah, at around like seven ish. Oh, at around. Yeah. Like, ooh. Well, te- well, well, actually, no. Technically, after seven, I thought I, for some reason I thought we were going two hours. So that I thought we were two. Well, I mean, does everyone want to go for another half hour? How much? How much Ramcon time do we have? I mean, technically, they they're letting us do as we please. I just assume you guys are all doing things. Oh, that's why we originally God. did the we, one hour. Did we get to pull this Balto bullshit out of Let's, our asses again? Well, you know what? Balto I'm sure. Balto is a furry sex icon. Chat, tell me if I'm wrong. Do you want to see some Balto deek? Deek? Balto deek? Priest? Nah, priest, priest. No, there's no Balto dick. It's not porn. What? It's not porn. Oh. Why were you so excited over Balto deek? I have questions now, priest. That. That that dog and the wolf. Jenna gives me feelings. That's fair. Jenna gives a lot of people feelings. Like I'll I'll give that no woo. Absolutely, I will give that no woo. A woo. A woo. No, hold hold on. Let me give it a cute one. A woo. There we go. Okay. So for this priest, you're gonna narrate this, okay? Yay. Rav, are you up for doing this? Yeah. You're you're Balto. Milk, you're Thomas. Who the fuck is Thomas? Yes, I'm gonna be Jenna because (laughs) I want to be the sexy dog, okay? Oh. Um, He's a sexy bitch. I'm also gonna be Rosie because I can do a little girl voice. Enigma, you're going to be Max the dog and all other voices that might pop up. Sound fair? Wonderful. And, uh, Flam? Flam, you're gonna be the Grinch. Very well, I'll be the Grinch. Oh no, it's Palpatine. Oh, oh no. no. He's a mean one. I'm sorry. I'm... Palpatine. I'm a mean one. Mr. Grinch. Mr. Sith. Oh no. Okay. Let's The way this thing is formatted, like, in the sentence structure and everything is just weird. Like, it's all jutted it to the left. What the hell? It's, it's super I... weird. I skimmed through it, and it's painful. It is painful. Um, all right, so at some point, like, I think you'll have to be Rosie's father, um, Enigma. Just keep your eyes open for any random parts. It was the night before Christmas as Rosie and her family were setting up the house for Christmas the next morning. Balto and Jenna both stayed in the living room with Rosie as the little girl was setting up the tree. Hold on. Hold on. You have to read who it's by because we have to give them credit. Oh, sorry. This is by Cody Wolf three two one. Excellent. You can continue now. I just wanted to give accreditation. Also, this appears to be chapter six of the whole story. Uh, no, it's a series of one shots. This is a this is an anthology. It's okay. it's a cinematic universe. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie's. No, not Rosie's penis. Not Rosie's penis. Penis. 
Rosie's parents <laughs> were in the kitchen making dinner while Rosie's brother, on the other hand, walked into the living room and sat down on the couch. Hey, Thomas, do you want to help me set the tree? I said that. It's in the first paragraph. It's in the first paragraph. It's in the... Yeah. Yes, it's like this. It's, yeah. it's like this. Everyone's got to read every line. Yeah, you got you to keep up. You got to keep up. Let's do this. Let's do this. Come on. Rosie asked. Thomas sighed and shook his head. No. Thomas said coldly. Rosie then looked to her brother. You don't have to be so rude. Rosie said, putting her hands on her hips. Thomas glared at his sister as he stood up and walked over to her. And you don't have to be so stupid. Thomas said as he shoved Rosie. Rosie then fell down, taking the tree with her, and a sudden crash filled the room. Thomas and Rosie's parents rushed into the living room. Enigma. What in the world is going on here? Their mother asked. Thomas looked at his parents and then back at his sister. I told her not to wait for me to put the stair, the st the stair on the tree, <laughs> yeah. but she didn't listen to me. Thomas said as he crossed his arms. He pushed me. Rosie cried out loud. Rosie's parents looked at her with anger. <laughs> Young lady, we told you to wait for your brother to help you. Now we have to stay up late to fix the tree, said her father. Rosie started to cry. No, he pushed me down. Rosie screamed. Now don't use that tone with us, young lady, said her mother as her mother crossed her arms. Thomas then crossed his arms. I didn't push her. She fell trying to get the star on. Thomas said in a firm tone. Balto was getting so annoyed by all the yelling that he... That he, that he had to cover his arms with his paws in annoyance. Will they please stop? I can't take it anymore. Balto said in annoyance. Jenna couldn't blame Balto. She was annoyed by ye yelling as much as he was. Jenna sighed and looked at Balto. Come on. Jenna said, and she and Balto left the living room. Then Rosie's father had enough. That's it. Go to both your rooms now, he yelled. What? But I didn't do anything. Thomas whined. I said now. Rosie's father said again, pointing towards the door. Thomas sighed, and he walked to his room. Rosie growled, and she stomped to her room. Jenna followed her. Just as Rosie got to her room, she turned around and saw Jenna standing at the doorway. Jenna's tail was wagging. She let out a happy bark. Rosie rolled her eyes as she walked up to the door. Leave me alone, mutt. Whoa! She growled <laughs> and slammed the door in Jenna's face. I know, right? Jenna felt her heart break into pieces. Her tail stopped wagging. Her jaw quivered. Her ears flattened against her head. Tears came to her amber eyes. Jenna then ran to Balto. Balto was staying in Thomas's room, laying down on the floor. Balto then lifted his head and looked towards the door. Jenna stood in the door with tears <laughs> in her eyes. Balto then stood up and walked over to his mate. Yeah, I got out of here. No, that's what? Thomas. That's Thomas. Yeah, oh. get out of here. He needs you. 
<laughs> apparently, apparently, you're fucking Chicago gangster. Fucking yeah, get out of here. Who needs get out of here? Yeah, I'm up in here. I'm all up. I'm all up in Nome, Alaska here. Just like... Yeah, go get the fucking clap, just like your mother. I'm from Chicago, anyway. <laughs> Thomas said, throwing a ball in the air. Balto only shook his head as he walked over to his. He used to be such a good kid. What's the matter, Jen? Balto asked his mate. Balto, Rosie hurt my feelings. Jenna replied. She sniffed and tried her best to hold back some more tears. Balto stroked her soft red fur with his paw. What happened, Jen? What did Rosie do to you? He asked. Rosie was in a bad mood, and I tried to cheer her up by wagging my tail and letting out a happy bark. But she didn't seem to care, and she told me to leave her alone. She called me a mutt, and she slammed the door in my face. Jenna started to, said, starting to break down again. Balto hugged her tightly as Jenna cried in his chest. It's... Uh... <clears throat> It's okay, Jenna. Don't cry. I'm sure Rosie didn't mean it. She just lost her temper. Balto said in a comforting voice. I just don't understand this, Balto. It's Christmas. And no one should be acting like this around this time of year. And it's like a demon possessed my girl. Jenna sobbed. I understand what you mean, Jenna, but... If... <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. It's like, please don't mind. It's, it's, I understand what mean. <laughs> oh, god damn it. <laughs> Fucking grammar, asshole. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, you want me to go full caveman? Yeah, okay. you do. You yeah, full, full, full caveman. I understand what Jenna, what mean Jenna, but it happens. Families argue and they lose their Christmas spirit, and I hate when that happens. Also said. I do too. And it hurts me, Balto. It doesn't hurt me. It it breaks m my heart. Jenna said as more tears streamed down her muzzle. <laughs> Jenna was still crying. Balto then brought her into Thomas's room so he could then comfort her. Why did you mm. say it like that? Why did you say it like that? <laughs> this is how he comforts Misha. It's time oh, for the no. only way this story will be lewd. Okay. Thomas continued to throw the ball up in the air as Balto and Jenna were laying next to each other. Thomas then stopped throwing the ball in the air as he heard screaming in the next room over. Thomas then got off his bed and banged on the wall. Knock it off! <laughs> Thomas shouted. Since Thomas and Rosie shared a Jack and Jill bedroom, Rosie opened her beth bathroom door and screamed. I hate you! Rosie screamed. Thomas then picked up the ball he was playing with and threw it across the bathroom and smacked Rosie in the face. Rosie then started to cry really hard as she stood up and slammed the door. Balto and Jenna knew that was going to get attention. Jenna sighed, so did Balto. They wanted peace and quiet, but all they hear is just the continuous arguing of Rosie and Thomas. Well, it, as it turns out, Balto and Jenna were right because Rosie and Thomas's parents came in. Father, what the heck is all the ruckus in here? Asked their father. He started it! Rosie screamed, trying to bail herself out. 
No, she's the one who started the whole thing. She was screaming in the bathroom, and I got and told her to knock it off. She opened the door and told <laughs> told Smell she hated me. I lost my temper and threw the rubber ball at her. Thomas said. It's okay, son. Just learn to keep your cool. Said his dad. <laughs> Why are you siding with him? He threw a flipping ball at my face. Rosie growled. You better watch your attitude, young lady. Said Rosie's mother. Rosie, don't you think you, sh- you shouldn't be acting like this on Christmas? Thomas asked. Shut up about Christmas, will you? I hate Christmas. I hate it. I hate it. Rosie shouted. Balto, along with Jenna, Thomas, and Rosie's parents, gasped in horror as soon as Rosie said that. Rosie? Her mother started. But Rosie just stomped away, and she slammed the door, her room. Everyone was speechless. Jenna was devastated. She felt her heart break even more. She buried her face into Balto's and sobbed. Jenna, what's wrong? Balto asked. Fucking Balto asked. Oh, Balto, Rosie has lost her Christmas spirit. What terrible demon possessed my girl? Jenna sobbed. Balto did nothing. He just wrapped his arms around Jenna. Arms. 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 <laughs> Balto now has arms. I'm just imagining the SpongeBob muscle arms around his body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He wrapped his arms around Jenna, and he held her tightly, and she started to make gentle shushing sounds to lessen her tears. Enigma? <laughs> Enigma Baltos. Oh, wait, no. I, I, think, I think I need a drink. Correct. Got him. Correct. Correct. Thomas's father said as he rubbed his forehead. <laughs> Thomas's mother then places her hand on her father's shoulder. There is that Christmas party that we could go to. Thomas's mother said. <laughs> Thomas's father looked at his wife. What? But what about the kids? Thomas's father Someone said. Can't, you simply can't kill. What the fuck? Keep going. Keep going. But what about the kids? Something wrong with that boy? Well, ain't wrong with that girl? I'll tell you what. This is gonna this be a fun song. Odd. Oh my god. Okay. Um. For for Flam, we have a comment from the chat. Uh, Ales Dragon ninety five says Ligma Baltos. <laughs> yeah, I, I said that earlier. I'm glad someone caught it. Yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be fine. Thomas's mother said she stood from their bed. Thomas's father sat on the bed and started to think. Okay, I guess it wouldn't hurt to go for an hour or so. Thomas's father said as he got off the bed. Thomas, Rosie, Balto, and Jenna were downstairs in the living room. Rosie sat down on her car on the couch with her arms crossed. Are you going to help me fix this tree? No, that's milk. That's milk, yeah. Are you going to help me fix this tree? Thomas asked. Rosie glared at her brother. You should be the one to fix it. Rosie replied rudely. Thomas only shook his head. Then get out of here if you don't want to help. Thomas snapped back. Rosie opened her mouth to say something, but both of their parents came downstairs. Thank you. I've lost, I've lost my place again. This thing is like word soup. It's at the bottom of the paragraph. Hey, I want you two to get along. Hey, I want you two to get along while we are out. 
the her father said. Tommy Thomas and Rosie both sighed. All right. Thomas answered. Here we go. I'm ready. Meanwhile, meanwhile, back in the hole of justice. The Grinch and his dog Max were spying on the Hudson family with binoculars. The Grinch was named for his vicious behavior. Whoever trespassed his territory never came out alive. The worst of all, the Grinch hated Christmas a lot. All right, let me give it an actual proper go, <laughs> I'm and so then ready. if it does, if that doesn't work, then I'll default to Palpatine, Grinch. Yes. <laughs> okay. Hmm, perfectly decorated lights. It totally looks full of Christmas spirit. What do you think, Max? The Grinch asked. That's great. I just want to point out the fact that I'm upset he didn't say that in rhyme. Uh, Well, fair enough. But that was was actually a really good Grinch. That was really good, yeah. Okay, I'll keep that up then. Sweet. Thank you. Yeah, boss, it sure does. Max replied. (laughs) Yes, I know, right? And the Grinch says, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 It's a deep shame that it'll all be mine. The Grinch said as he smirked mockingly. Wait, what's this? The Grinch spotted Rosie and Thomas arguing. Hmm. She seems perfect. Stranger danger! FBI, open up! The Grinch said, You're not gonna steal her too, are you, boss? <laughs> Max started. Max. Jesus Christ. Max asked, knowing what his owner was thinking about. Oh, why would I not steal her? She lost her Christmas spirit. She'll soon be mine. The Grinch replied, But, boss! Max started. Boss, boss, hey boss. Hey boss. Okay, the dog is pink guy. The dog is pink guy from now on. Please, hey boss. Enigma, you gotta do that. Please, not, I'm begging get, you. We're not gonna get through this fucking story, are we? Anyway, please. Do okay. All right, so Enigma, you do, you do pink guy, Max. I'll do Palpatine Grinch. No, no. I like I like I like Grinch Grinch. I like Grinch Grinch. Okay, fine. We'll do Grinch Grinch. Thank you. All right. So, so start me, start me again, Enigma. Fuck my mouse. <laughs> Max started. Max started. Don't even start, Max. I'm not gonna tell you if you go against me or backstab me. I will kill you. You got it. The Grinch said rudely. Max did nothing but nodded. Now that's more like it. Now get ready. We strike when they're all asleep. The Grinch said. But Max wasn't going to let the whole stealing Christmas thing happen. He was going to backstab his owner and <laughs> leave him for a family that does appreciate him. This is no. Oh. This is no. This is Thomas. This is Thomas. They were two kids who hated Christmas a lot. And they beat up people who like Christmas, making them lose their Christmas spirit on the night of Christmas Eve is when it happened. Thomas said. What happened? Rosie asked. Balto then covered Jenna's ears because from the way it sounded, Thomas was telling a horror story. He didn't want his mate to be scared. 
the Grinch snuck into their house and he captured them and locked them in a cage in his lair and... Thomas continued. And what? Thomas's smirk widened and shouted. He friggin' ate them! <laughs> Thomas shouted. Rosie, he ate them, toots! <laughs> Rosie screamed when he heard that she heard that. Buffy was glad she covered Jenna's ears because he knew Jenna would pass out. Thomas then got annoyed by Rosie screaming. Yes, look, I was... Uh... Thomas started before being cut off by Rosie's screams. I was just joking! Thomas shouted. <laughs> Rosie then stopped screaming, and she started to fuss at her brothers for scaring the crap out of her like that. Balto then uncovered Jenna's ears. Balto, you didn't need to do that. She said. I know, Jenna, but I just didn't want you to be scared, that's all. Balto said. Milady. <laughs> I believe I believe it'll be my bitch. Imagery, they're not even <laughs> they're literally just furry dudes, like fucking anthro dudes just crawling around on their arms and legs. Okay, let's pull it together. Pull it together. Jenna then yawned and she snuggled close to her mate's side so she could feel his warm fur. Balto then wrapped his arms oh. around her oh, fuck and he held her tighter. <laughs> Jenna then fell asleep in her mate's tight embrace. Aside from Thomas and Rosie's yelling, Jenna was sleeping peacefully. Balto then rested his jaw on Jenna's head, and he closed his eyes, and he too found himself asleep. That, that wasn't funny! Rosie shouted. Thomas chuckled. I told you it was for little kids, but you should have seen your face! Thomas said with a smile. Rosie just shook her head. Whatever! Rosie simply said. Thomas continued to laugh. Rosie's face got red as she looked to her, at her brother. You're such a jerk! Rosie shouted. Something suddenly, suddenly something went crash on the roof, and the power went out. Thomas and Rosie both looked up to the ceiling. Jenna then was then jerked awake and looked to her mate, who was looking up at the ceiling with the kids. Whatever you're doing, Thomas, please stop! Rosie whispered. Thomas then looked down at his sister. I'm not freaking doing this one. Thomas replied. They heard footsteps walking across a roof, the roof of their house. What's that, Balto? Jenna asked. Balto looked down at his mate. I don't know, Jen. Balto answered. The Grinch and Max both walked across the roof. That Jen. now... Go ahead. Go on. No, go no, on, go on. No. I was just going to say that hurt to read. Yeah. So. <clears throat> can you just taste her, Max? I sure can. The Grinch said <laughs> as he laughed with a dark smile. <laughs> um, boss, you sure you want to do this again this year? Max asked. The Grinch stopped on his tracks and turned and looked at his dog. 
Matt. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Grinch said with a soft. <laughs> a soft what? A soft <laughs> cock. Please read, please. God the Grinch it. said with a soft as he walked over to his dog. The Grinch, though, placed his hand on Max's ear and pulled Max close to his mouth. Max, you know what happens if I don't eat. The Grinch shouted. Thomas. I'm telling you, this isn't me, sis. The power must have went out. Thomas explained. Then they heard something come down the chimney. Jenna was scared now. She moved closer to his side, but she felt safe next to him. Balto, I think someone is breaking in. Jenna yelped, scared. Hello, kids, said a mysterious voice, which caused the four to... Why is this I'm gonna... Jizz. <laughs> jizz. Jizz. It's jizz. It's definitely jizz. Okay. Which caused the four to jizz their heads around. <laughs> Thomas took out a flashlight and shined it directly at the chimney and saw the Grinch. What did Rose... he see? The... What did he see? The Grinch's crotch. If he looked up the chimney. Anyway. R- Thomas and Rosie screamed. Here we go. Oh God. The, the... Rosie started. The 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 the. The Grinch oh. said, mimicking Rosie. The Grinch! He snapped. You're mine! The Grinch said, pointing directly at Rosie. Thomas then narrowed his eyes and... (laughs) Shalid, his sister, with his arm. If you want to kill her, you gotta go through me first. He snarled at the Grinch. Then the Grinch turned around as if he was going to give up, but he turned around and yelled, Boo! Thomas, Rosie, Balta, and Jenna ran to Thomas's room, and Thomas slammed the door behind him and locked the door and closed the curtains so Grinch won't see them in the room from outside the house. Balto then looked at Jenna, who was shaking in fear. Okay, Jen, what do the Ghostbusters do? (laughs) (laughs) Balto asked breathlessly. You watch too many movies with Thomas. Jenna said, scared. Balto looked at Jenna with a small smile. Yeah, sorry. Balto said, nuzzling his mate. Do you think he's gone? Rosie asked. Thomas peeked into the keyhole of his door to see if the Grinch was out there. Thomas. Ah, he's not. He is not. No, no, no. I, no. I, think, he, I think he's gone. Starts the, par- the paragraph starts with, you watch too many movies with Thomas. Fucking hate this way the story's done. I think he's gone. <laughs> Please! I looked away to try and help fucking... <laughs> God! Please! I think he's gone! Thomas said, still looking into the keyhole, peek up the wall, we hit fine, you fuckers! Come no, on. I got it, I got it. Thomas said, still looking to the, pe- the keyhole. Not the pee hole. <laughs> oh god <Please don't. clears throat> peekaboo the prince shouted as his red eye peeked through the keyhole, ah! the keyhole. no he's not 
Thomas said as he fell backwards. The door handle started to jiggle with the Grinch banging on the door. Rosie started to scream as the Grinch was banging on the door. Let me in, you ungrateful brats! The Grinch shouted in anger. Thomas then pressed against the door in case the Grinch would break through. Thomas, how would kids in the story try to kill him? Rose, Rosie asked, now shaking in fear. I don't know, they freaking ate him! Thomas shouted as he tried to hold his ground with the door. Sudden, the Grinch stopped banging on the door and everything went silent. Is he gone? Rosie asked, now still next to Balto and Jenna. Thomas opened his mouth to say something until they heard a crash in Rosie's room. The bathroom door! Both Thomas and Rosie shouted. Thomas jumped across his room to try and lock the bathroom door, but it was too late. The door swung open, hitting Thomas and making him fly and hit the wall. Blam. Thomas. Oh, Rosie, run. Oh, yeah, excuse me. Thomas coughed out. Rosie started screaming as she, Balto, and Jenna ran out of Thomas's and head, headed downstairs. The Grinch looked down at Thomas and smiled. I'll deal with you later, but first, I'll go get my snack. The Grinch said with a dark smile as he walked past Thomas and started to head back downstairs. Balto, Jenna, and Rosie ran outside the house, and they ran into Jenna's shed at the same place where Balto and Jenna's pups were born in the movie. Rosie slammed the door behind her and locked. She did the same thing to the back door, and she closed the curtains. Balto checked the time. It was 3 a.m., at least three hours before sunrise. Balto looked at Jenna. She was sobbing quietly. Balto smiled. He looked over to her and nuzzled her. It's going to be okay, Jenna, Balto said comfortingly. Balto. God damn it. Balto. <laughs> My bitch. Balto, I'm worried about Thomas. What if the Grinch eats him? Jenna sobbed. I'm sure Thomas will be okay. He's been through worse. Literally Bal- when? <laughs> Balto said. Right. Balto, please just, just hold me. Jenna sobbed. <laughs> Balto did nothing else. He just nodded. He wrapped his arms around her fucking Jenna tightly. A few moments late, minutes later, Jenna felt a smile glide across her face. She closed her eyes, nuzzled Balto's chest for gently during her hard times. Jenna, all, Jenna always counted on Balto to make her smile. Jesus Christ, you got a red rock in her right there? <laughs> <laughs> but the nice feeling was cut off when they heard a voice that belonged there, the Grinch. Come out, come out, wherever you are. Oh no, he's here. Jenna said, losing her smile. Balto released Jenna, and he walked up to Rosie and signaled her to an old bed that that enough room for three of them to hide. Without a second thought, Rosie, Balto, and Jenna went underneath the bed and remained absolutely quiet. The Grinch then walked in because he may have found a way to pick up the lock. Jenna moved closer to Balto because she felt safe next to him. Jenna let out a whine of fear. Balto covered her mouth with his paw so that the Grinch wouldn't hear her whine. But it was too late up, bitch. because they saw a pair of red eyes and a green face looking down at them. Peek-a-boo, the Grinch said. 
Rosie screamed at her, and the dogs moved back deeper to the back of the bed. Great, Jen, you just had to whine. Balto <laughs> snapped at her. Jenna felt a tear slid down her cheek. She then looked away from Balto and sobbed uncontrollably. Balto knew instantly what happened. He had just hurt Jenna's feelings. Thomas <laughs> sat weakly up while holding his head. Thomas backed away when she saw a small brown dog in front of him. Thomas. Thomas. What? How, how can you talk? Uh, Thomas what? said it's, as he it's, looked it's, at the dog. What, what, what? It's what the hell. It's above that, Milk. What the hell? Thomas said as he looked at the dog. You know, it's not nice to scare your little sister about my boss. The small dog said. Thomas backed away even more from the small dog. What? How the hell can, can you talk? Thomas asked. The dog looked down at his collar. My boss, the Grinch, as you already know, had the collar built for me to talk to anyone I face. The dog explained. Cool. Thomas said <laughs> with a smile! I accept this. I just accept this. I believe you. <laughs> okay, I believe you. Okay, I believe you. We're almost done, kids, and I know Flame is someplace to be. Come on, come on. Suddenly, Thomas's smile went away as he heard Rosie scream. Rosie! Thomas shouted as he stood up and grabbed his back from the closet. <laughs> Wait! Shouted the dog. Thomas stopped and looked at the small dog. What is it? Thomas asked. If you're going to kill him, then you need to smash his head open. Like the song, his brain is full of spiders. You'll need to smash all the spiders after you smash his head open. Oh, what, is, what, the fuck, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this Five Nights at Freddy's bullshit? <laughs> Almost uh, there, pinata. <laughs> the small dog explained. The Mexico, got it. <laughs> Thomas nodded in response. Okay, thank you. What's your name? Thomas asked. The small dog smiled. It's Max. Max said. Thomas smiled. Okay, thank you, Max. Thomas said as he ran out of his room and headed downstairs to save his sister. <laughs> Jenna, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell. Balto said. Then Jenna opened her mouth to say that she forgives him. All of a sudden, Rosie was grabbed by the arm. Uh, save Rosie first. Apologize later. Jenna said to her mate, Balto then sunk his fangs into the Grinch's hand. The Grinch yanked away his hand away from Rosie. Why, you little, the Grinch said, and then grabbed Balto by the throat. Balto! Jenna screamed. The Grinch squeezed Balto's throat harder. Jenna felt something snapped inside of her. Her mind was filled with pure anger and hatred. Put your hands off my face! Jenna screamed in anger, and she then pounded on the Grinch, and she started to scratch his back, violently drawing blood. <laughs> the Grinch said he then released Balto, who fell to the floor, taking in big gulps of air. The Grinch grabbed Jenna and threw her to the floor. Jenna heard a snap! She sprained her ankle. Okay. That's not what she... Okay, I'm not going to get into that. That's fine. <laughs> Rosie was cornered. She didn't know what to do. Rosie screamed. Then you should have behaved yourself this year, my dear. The Grinch said mockingly. The Grinch got ready to snatch Rosie when BANG! There was a gunshot. The Grinch placed his hand on his bloody head. 
Uh, <laughs> the Grinch yelled in pain. Rosie looked and saw Thomas, who had a shotgun in his arms. <laughs> no one messes with my sister. Thomas snarled. The Grinch growled and charged at Thomas. Then bang! 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 The Grinch's head was reduced to flesh and blood. And the most creepiest and most disturbing thing that Balto, Jenna, Rosie, and Thomas saw in their whole lives. Spiders crawled out of the Grinch's skull. Balto! Jenna screamed. Balto ran to Jenna and hoisted her onto his back, and he got her to cover. Thomas then stomped on the spiders until he was sure he got them all. Thomas couldn't believe he just killed the Grinch. The Grinch who stole Christmas. <laughs> Onks! Thomas disposed of the Grinch's body. Rosie gave Thomas a big hug. Oh. Thank you, Thomas. You saved me! Rosie said with tears of joy sliding down her cheeks. Thomas hugged his sister back. I couldn't bear to lose you, sis, although you may have been a pain in the head sometimes. You're my little sister, and I love you. Thomas said. I love you too, Thomas. Rosie said. Jenna sniffed a... sniffed. She felt a tear of joy slid down her cheek. Oh, Balto. Thomas and Rosie are getting along again. It's so beautiful. Jenna said. Yeah. Beautiful, my bitch. <laughs> Balto said, looking at her. Jenna looked at Balto. She knew when Balto said beautiful. He didn't mean the sight of Rosie and Thomas. He meant her. Jenna nuzzled him lovingly. I love you, Balto, my handsome wolf dog. Jenna said. <laughs> I love you too, Jen, my beautiful husky. <laughs> Balto replied. Balto leaned closer to Jenna, and he whispered into her ear. Merry Christmas. Oh, God. That was so menacing. <laughs> Max red watched... Rocket, red Rocket. Max watched from a distance. <laughs> Man, I wish I had a family like that. Was that the reason you gave him Max's part in it? She said to himself, then a snow, piece of snow fell on him. Wait oh. a second. I do, Datsabayo. He explained oh. to himself. Meanwhile, oh. Rosie's and Thomas's parents <laughs> were on their way back from the Christmas party <clears throat> when Ness... Rosie and Thomas's dad screamed in pain. I'll do it. Honey, are you okay? Mrs. Jones asked. I'm, I'm fine. Let's get home before the kids get into a fight. Mr. Jones said. Nez and Nez continued walking <laughs> until Nez's eyes turned red, just like the Grinch's eyes. The end! We did it! Woo! Yay! Well, this has been our shit face, shit fix, or cracky up on crack fix panel at Ramcon. Thank you all, 20 of you, who kept turning in. What a hoot. Woo! Everybody loved that story, right, Barcast? Oh, yes. Uh, I loved it. Yeah. This story made me sterile. 
I know we have places to go. Thank you for everyone for tuning in. You can find us on thebarcast.net, on our YouTube channel. You can follow us here. We'd really love you to. Um, you can donate to our Patreon, which supports Red Wings Horse Sanctuary, a horse charity. All that good shit. And uh, other than that, just can I get a little awoo in the chat to say yay? Awoo! Ramcon, you guys are wonderful. Thank you so much for having us back again. We will come back for you guys anytime you want. But, you know, give us a little bit of, like, that little cummy time first. Cummy yeah. time! What? Cummy times! Cummy time! Um, before we go, let's do a quick sign-off. This has been your Barcast, so with Enigmatica Taku. Flammin' <laughs> Ripper! Yes. Flutter Priest! I am a Flutter Priest! Milk! Ooh-woo! Ravage! Mubich. And I'm a non-pencil. Thank you for getting to know us. We hope to see you again soon. Bye! Please oh, don't use...